Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Served up hot and fresh, live from the Gene Wagner's Plumbing Studios. Steve Sparky, Pfeiffer, Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and joining us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from the Green Bay Press Gazette, the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel. Here's your everywhere man, the pitch man for Packer Hall of Famer Leroy Butler to get into the Pro Football Hall of Fame next year. He'll be back to do it again. He is Pete Doherty. Thanks for coming on, Pete. Is it everywhere, man, or nowhere, man? I sometimes wonder. Oh, you're everywhere, man. We're not going to go with nowhere, man. That ain't nice. Uh, all right, Pete. Uh, first things first, enjoyed uh, the piece that you wrote uh, today talking about how free agency uh, has uh, affected the Packer draft needs. Uh, and we'll get to that uh, in just a moment. But uh, we were going back and forth in the first half hour a little bit, me, Gary, and Leroy, about this whole draft thing and Schefter and Albert Breer talking about it being insensitive to have the draft and so forth, and maybe we should delay it till May, but then if they have the stay-at-home order until the end of May, then maybe we may get till June and so forth. Where do you stand uh, on this NFL draft and whether or not it should be happening coming up on April 23rd? Yeah, I don't know if I'm in the minority or majority, but I'm all for doing it now. Me too. I think I think if anybody in this country who can do the, do their work remotely, you should do it. Uh, and I don't think it's a bad look for the league. From the vibe I'm getting just from seeing Twitter and the few people I talk to, you know, I was just at the grocery store and um, was talking to someone I know a little bit and. He was like super excited for the draft for something to pay attention to. Was it at to. six think, feet, Pete? What's that? Did you talk to this guy at six feet? Oh yeah, it was it? It was more like eight or ten feet. So there you <laughs> go. That's my guy. Cause yeah, I need I you at least for a couple more years. Now go ahead. <laughs> 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 One or two more, Leroy. One or two. More. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, yeah. So he was he excited. Was excited. Okay. He was super excited for the draft. I, I think that's the majority of people. I just. I just haven't gotten the feeling that people are upset that, you know, that it's a bad look, that for some reason the league is conducting business when other people can. I mean, if you can do it for the sake of everybody, for the sake of the economy and everything, if you can do your work, do it. If you can't do it, then fine. But if you can do it remotely, do it, and they can do this remotely. We haven't talked to you in a while. I just want to talk to you really about you look at uh, Devin Funches and, and what does he bring uh, to the table, and then also the release of uh, we're not re-signing Geronimo Allison. Is that a replacement? Yeah, you know, I wondered if he was a little redundant um, with what they've already got at receiver. 
Right. You know, mm-hmm. just a, yep. a big a big guy. You know, I mean, they've got a roster full. they got a basketball team over there. And, I mean, I, I get why they like these 6'4 and 6'5 guys. The catch radius is huge. Um, you know, there's a lot to be said for that. And, the, you know, ball doesn't have to be as much on target. But I thought they needed to get more explosive at that position. He's, I, I mean, he's too. had, you know, a, he had one, you know, very good season in the NFL. Um, I would guess, judging by what they're paying him, they think he's going to make the team and that he'll somehow be in the rotation, but it still could end up being, you know, a number three or you know, a number four even maybe. I, I'm not so sure. I mean, is Lazard better than this guy? I'm thinking Lazard might be better than him. So they didn't get appreciably better there, right? Because I agree with you. He's, what, six four, two and a quarter. I mean, those are sort of the same guys that they have already on the roster. Yeah, I, I don't think they did. I mean, they probably helped their depth just a little bit. But um, I still think after all, you know, they, they signed three positions of need in free agency, but they went, you know, relatively inexpensive and short term. And I think I don't really think the needs of their draft changed very much after free agency. Um, you know, I still think they need to add. Uh, I'm, I'm assuming the one thing you can guarantee they're going to do is draft a receiver in the first two or three rounds. And you would think someone who's just more explosive than what they've already got on the on the roster. Yeah, to me, uh, P. Funch is used to be at one point a number one. So when he was in Carolina, I mean, the guy put up pretty good numbers, but I think he's better than Lazard. But my question is that, you know, we're, I mean, another hurt guy. I mean, he missed all of last year. I mean, Curtsy was another hurt guy. I mean, that's one of the biggest things. But, Pete, I, my, I guess my overall question would be, I want to get to linebackers because after what Blake Martinez kind of said in a way, that he had no responsibilities. He had to kind of clean up for the Smith brothers. We even brought up with the team, even invest in, you know, David on Clowney. They're so heavy outside. Don't you think middle linebacker would be where they might go with that 30th pick? I, you know, I think tackle inside linebacker and receiver are the three most likely for that. Um, yeah. yeah, I would, I would agree with you, Mariah, you know, We'll find out how if they've if that position has become more valued in the last few years because you know these offenses are just looking to spread things and find a favorable matchup and one place where you can usually find it is an inside linebacker against a tight end who can really run and a good receiver or a running back who's a good receiver and so I think there's more valuable value in that position now where you can you got to have a guy who can both play the run and can cover pretty well. Those are rare athletes, mm-hmm. but to get them, you got to draft them high. And, um, you know, they haven't since Hawk and they, you know, they basically missed on that pick, you know, that's going back to what, Oh, five or Oh six or whatever that was. So, um, I, you know, I think it's a position they need to draft at. Maybe they still, uh, just think they're, you know, you can't have everything. And so if you've got to give up something, that's a position, to give up a little bit, but um, I'm thinking that that's a position now with the way the game is played, where you know you you got to spend some resources and get a talented guy in there. No, I would totally agree with that. And then you move over to the offensive line. I mean, so they they go out and they bring in Ricky Wagner, but that that feels like maybe that's a little drop off from Balaga 
I mean, don't you think they'll have to do something on the offensive line and address that? Yeah, it's probably a fairly substantial drop-off from Bulaga. I get why they didn't resign him. I don't know what you guys thought about that, but, you know, when I saw his guaranteed money was like, what was it, like $19 million, 18 or $19 million? Mm-hmm. That's a lot of guaranteed money That's for a, a guy lot, who, yes. I mean, he played really well last year, but for a guy with his, you know, kind of a chronic back injury, a torn, he's had an ACL, he's had a torn labrum in his hip, those are significant injuries. I'd have been really worried that by, you know, 2021 he's not, you know, he's either diminished a lot or he can't even, you know, he gets hurt and then he's, then he's basically done, kind of like uh, T.J. Lang. So I get why they didn't pay him. Um, but now... You know, Wagner's a stopgap guy. They don't really, they don't have a backup swing tackle. Mm-mm. So that's why I'm thinking tackle is one of those, one of the three positions most likely for the first round because even if the guy, they don't, they wouldn't need him to come in and start right away because they got Wagner. But if he beats him out, he beats him out, and then they've got their backup swing tackle and a guy who could start next year, assuming that they pick a good player and don't uh, and don't draft a bust. Now, now, Pete, now, do you think Gutekunst is willing to take all the smoke? Because he's going to catch some if he did like Ted Thompson did. When Aaron Rodgers dropped to 24, he selected a quarterback having a Hall of Famer in the building. You got another Hall of Famer in the building. Do you think they may take a quarterback at 30? That would that take some guts, right? Because you're right. He would take more than a little smoke, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, didn't Aaron Rodgers, that pick got booed, didn't it? Uh, yeah, yes, I think it, it did. did at the, yeah. At the, yeah, it yeah, did. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, you know, if you if you judge Gutekunst by what he's said when he's basic, when he's been asked about picking one in the first round, if you judge him by that, you would say, yeah, he's willing to take the heat. Um, I don't know if it's in the cards this year. I just, it sure sounds more likely than that that Love is, won't make it out of the top 15, and it strikes me that he's the only one assuming the other three are uh, top 10 guys, that he's the only other guy that you'd want to take in the first round. So I don't think it's going to happen this year, but you never know what might happen, and you never know how he evaluates these guys. Maybe he really, I mean, for all we know, he really likes Jalen Hurts and might be willing to either take him at 30 or trade back and, you know, take him at like 36 or something. You know, Pete, we've been banding around this Jonathan, Jonathan Taylor uh, scenario with, I guess, I have been more so than Leroy or Steve. But if if he's at 30, do do, do they take him at 30 or, or do they try to move back? You know, um, I think last time I was on was a month ago or so, and you brought that up. And I, cause I know that you're, you think it's a pretty good idea. And at that time I was, not probably not even lukewarm on it, and I've kind of warmed up to it <laughs> since, you know. Um, I, <laughs> I still think it's a little bit of a luxury only because it seems like relative to most positions, you can find a pretty good back, like in the later rounds, you know, mm-hmm. three, four, five. Right. Um, but there's a real logic to it, you know. I mean, if they don't want to re-sign Jones because second contract's for Running backs are so risky, yep. and they'd have another back. They need you need two of them. Last year when Jones came off the field, the offense wasn't the same. Just no. think if he'd had to miss a month, you know, with an injury. Running backs get hurt a lot, and he he's got an injury history. So you really they need another good back, um, another good guy guy who can make some plays with the ball in his hands. 
So I, I get the logic. I just, I still lean towards that it's a little too much of a luxury with their other needs. But if there's, let's say they think Taylor is special and you know teams are kind of missing out, then you know, yeah, then take him because you're helping your offense and you're going to make yourself a little more dynamic on offense. And there's a logic to it. I just don't know if they think he's. I have no idea if they think he's quite that good. I, it seems like most of the mocks I'm seeing, for whatever it's worth, mm-hmm. have him go on between, you know, 33 and 38 or so. Wow. If you also look at the Packers' secondary, how do you feel about that? Are, are they good there, or do they need another player? They need a corner, don't they? I well, you got that. two, but yeah, one's always banged up. Right, and you got to to play in this league now. You got to have three or four, really, because you're in nickel at least almost all the time. You have at least three. Probably eighty percent, at least eighty percent of the time. Yes. Yeah, yeah, I would say so. Mm. And then there's always going to be injuries. You know, King made it through last year, but I mean, somebody's always getting hurt. You know how this game is. So, yeah, corners are real neat. I, you know, I kind of thought they'd re-sign Tremont Williams, despite him being, you know, basically Methuselah for. Uh, corner at 37 that's just ridiculous but i wonder if they're waiting to see what happens in the draft before deciding whether to bring him back but yeah um you know corners they got a lot of needs and and corners you know pretty high up there too you know we're we're talking about this team we're talking about all these needs it doesn't feel like this team won 13 14 games last year i mean i mean because and i do agree with you i mean the holes that they have are immediate i mean you look at the defensive line i don't know if they got much out of their yeah. defensive line as, as, as they wanted to last year either. Uh, agreed. And, you know, the one thing is because we focus on this team, I'm pretty sure you could do this with pretty much any team out there. You know, even the 49ers you could. You know, they lost – their defensive line got weaker this offseason because now they had to start paying those guys, so they, right. they made the trade. Um, and I'm sure, you know, you could pick apart their um, – you know, their receiving core where they need help. I, you know, I don't know a lot about their offensive line. I, I think everybody out there has holes. You just can't, you know, this isn't like the 60s or 70s or 80s where you can hoard players. You know, they, you know, they want, there's free agency, so you can't pay everybody, so guys get away. Um, but yeah, I know, it's, I mean, I, when I wrote that yesterday, I looked through, I mean, they don't need everything, but they need almost everything. right that is so true we're talking with pete doherty of the green bay press gazette and the milwaukee journal sentinel here on am 1250 and 1057 fm the fan pete thanks so much for coming on man great work keep it up thanks for having me guys yeah, good talking with you. You betcha. There he is. Pete Doherty on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. Has your passion outgrown your home? A Great Midwest Bank home renovation loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit greatmidwestbank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. Uh, coming up on the other side, I, I've got a little uh, sparky story time about something that happened at home last night involving Uh-oh. this virtual school stuff. Uh, and I want to get the here thoughts of Gary and Leroy coming up next here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.